the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Right now it's 106. It is a delightful Wednesday afternoon. Thank you for tuning in on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. What a delightful day. 63 degrees, nah, nah, nah. partly cloudy. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is depetro.com. This portion of the program, folks, why not make sure your home is nice and clean? And I mean the outside called Bethel Certified Power Wash. Their website is RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com. Get rid of the grime. Get rid of the stains. Call Bethel Certified Softwash. Look for them on Facebook. B-E-T-H-E-L. Bethel Certified Softwash. You can text Jared for a free same-day text estimate. 401-617-2585. 401-617-2585 for Bethel Certified Softwash. The before and after pictures are fantastic. Contact Jared, what a great job they do. Remember, it's biodegradable, plant-safe. We're talking about the side of your home or a commercial property or a sidewalk or a patio or a basketball court. Bethel Certified Softwash. Contact them today. He's done work at my home, and it's just fantastic. Contact Jared. Remember, free same-day text estimate, 401-617-2585. And then you can find the website which is, in fact, RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com. Well, folks, right now it's 107. Good afternoon. Here I am. It is Juan. It is John DePietro. Weekdays. We start at 11. We go till 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program, I'll tell you, go to the website, DePietro.com, where we have the video up. I was outside Speaker Joe Shikachi's law office earlier this morning. And I'm going to recommend that he contact Allstate Lock. Experts in locking systems, building security, security cameras. There's a direct link. Speaker Sakachi, if you're listening right now, call Allstate Lock. Call Danny Gruslin immediately. Let's get some security cameras. 401-349-0042. You can link right through at the website to Petro.com. Now, you're wondering what am I talking about? <clears throat> we are talking about an arson investigation underway as we speak um oh wow okay here we go let's see investigators still on the scene now in warwick where office building the homes of the law offices of joe sakachi house speaker caught fire last night state fire marshal on scene says the fire likely started inside of the building due to trees plants outside being okay Yes, it did start outside. We know that. As a matter of fact, it started in the back of the building. So the fire marshal is on scene. I've been trying to track him down. I think I'm going to head over there. Folks, you can clearly see from the video on the website, petro.com that the fire started in the back, and it was uh, quite a blaze. They're on the scene. Now, he initially told Channel 12, the fire marshal, I don't think we're ever going to be able to tell how it happened. Which is interesting. Um, What an interesting thing to say less than 12 hours after the fire. But I want to give credit to Jim Hummel and at the Providence Journal. We're going to talk to Ken Block coming up. Little noticed sentence in state law. This just hit at 1119. Has big implications for firefighter overtime in Rhode Island. I repeat, little noticed sentence in state law. 
has big implications for firefighter overtime in Rhode Island. The mayor of the city is studying an option, learning a bill passed two years ago, paved the way all firefighters in Rhode Island get sick and vacation pay to trigger overtime. Hummel investigation detailed the long past practice of work firefighters using sick vacation pay to boost a work week, resulting in the city to have to pay hundreds of thousands in overtime. It's not formalized in the firefighter's contract with the city, but 2019 state law would have allowed the city to end the practice with a 30-day notice. Gail Corrigan, district manager for Central Coventry Fire District, contacted the Humble Report, pointing to the 2019 law stating paid leave will be classified as hours worked. I repeat, paid leave, vacation time, sick time, classified as hours worked. These are unfunded mandates. Nobody's paying for them except for the taxpayers. It's about to come home to roost. Central Coventry fought the overtime bill unsuccessfully when the legislation made its way through House and Senate two years ago. The mandate came largely overlooked sentenced, tacked on to the end of a bill requiring fire departments to pay overtime for any hours over 42 in a week. It reads, for the purpose of this section... Hours worked shall include all paid leave. Mayor Pacosi said, if I could end it, I would. We can't afford it. So he spoke yesterday with Brian Daniels, executive director for the Rhode Island League of Cities and Towns. So the issue is now on the radar screen, all cities and towns. Legislation is pending before the General Assembly that would strike the sentence that allows sick and paid time to be factored in for overtime purposes. Hasn't been scheduled for a hearing yet. Are you following the timeline on this? So Vin Regusta, who I respect, veteran labor attorney, admits he had forgotten about the paid leave section of the law. He questioned how could hours worked also be equated with paid leave? Not only is that inherently contradictory, but what the legislation has done is create a legal fiction. You're basically equalizing the firefighters who works and the firefighter who gets paid leave. Now, here's where it really gets interesting. Representative Patricia Morgan, Republican, district includes Central Coventry, filed legislation earlier this session that would eliminate the sentence regarding sick and vacation time while leaving the rest of the bill intact. Morgan says works the poster child. But the truth is, this is happening in every fire department. This is statewide. It's millions and millions. These guys get paid overtime when they're on vacation. They're exploiting the people of the districts, and they know it. Ready? Wherever you are right now, 113, House Speaker Joe Sakachi said he was told when the bill passed it would not affect his city of Warwick. Well, it has, to the tune of over 500,000. Asked if he would consider supporting Morgan's bill to eliminate using sick vacation time to trigger overtime, saving Warwick and other cities and towns hundreds of thousands. He said he would. And last night, his office was torched. Folks, I am not not saying we're not pointing any fingers. This is very, very unusual and odd. Now, I'm telling you right now, the FBI, state police, someone needs to get in here. 
Because that state fire marshal already told Channel 12 that, oh, I don't think we'll ever be able to tell. Really? Is that a fact? Less than 12 hours, and you don't think you'll ever be able to tell how it happened. That is a very interesting observation. I find that impossible to believe. Since, as we've seen in the past, the FBI gate can reconstruct bombings in other countries. I don't think we'll ever be able to tell how it happened, said, what's his name again? Timothy McLaughlin told Channel 12. And then the reporter clapped back at me. Well, don't jump to conclusions. He said it's still under investigation. Well, then why is he saying you're, hey, hey, Kate Walsh, I'm just reporting what you're reporting. Don't jump to conclusions. Where did you get that from? Your report. Providence School Administrator accused of pulling off someone's shoe and rubbing their feet. Well, again, Channel 10, Providence School Administrator. Well, it's it's not someone's shoe. It's a, a teenage boy's shoe and rubbing his feet at a gym in Warwick. Oh, wow. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Arson investigation. If we don't get our way, fire hits Warwick Building, housing lower office of House Speaker. Oh, yeah, the fire hit it. Look at that. Ripped the roof off, burned out the building in the back. Huh. Amazing how that just went up that way. Isn't that incredible? Out of nowhere, as I have asked the question, when's the last time that a law firm was on fire? Never. When's the last time a law firm in Warwick was on fire. Never. So the first time that there's a law firm on fire and a law firm on fire in Warwick, it just happens to be the law office of the new House Speaker who's considering legislation that would remove a line about overtime with firefighters. Folks, I mean, the coincidences are just unbelievable when you think about it. I don't know. I'm getting email. You can email me. Go to the website. To Petro.com, Providence School Administrator charged with assaulting boy in Warwick. <laughs> uh, uh, assaulting him. Well, he was rubbing his foot. I don't know. Channel 10 won't say boy. Channel 12 and the journal are going with gender. I don't know what to make of that. Boy, what a story with Hummel. So, folks, that's what we're down to. Is um, We are down to... The fact that sentence of state law has big implications for firefighter overtime. And the fact that the new speaker had his office burned down last night. And it all comes to this line that he would consider. He would consider supporting the bill to eliminate using sick and vacation time to trigger overtime. And I would think that some people are very upset about this. I would think that that's very accurate. I want to play the, um, I want to play some of the sound of this story of, um, not sure who that is. Someone is, um, let's see, someone is calling me, folks, and we're going to, uh, I want to just um, play the Channel 12 story for just a moment about this, whoever this um uh, this this person in 
this school administrator. I mean, this this story is just uh, is just brutal. Um, absolutely. You know, that is a very good point. If you Google the definition of domestic terrorism under the Patriot Act, it includes crimes intended to influence government policy through intimidation. I mean, that's what, boy, wow. That is, um, yes, it is, as a matter of fact. Yes, it is. That is a very good point. If you Google the definition of domestic terrorism in the Patriot Act, it includes crimes intended to influence government policy. So what would you call a fire at the law firm of, I mean, somebody should be in trouble here, but I'm waiting for the fact that the FBI needs to get involved immediately. I mean, they need to contact the FBI. I know a lot of people would say state police, uh, state police with F- with FBI, but they need to move on this story. And I mean, immediately. Um, oh, good. OK, let me. Uh, OK, good. Let's um, I'm going to get Ken Block folks on the phone with us right now. And because uh, I want to hear from Ken on this whole thing. He's been uh, terrific on it. He's been working on the home report. Is that you, Ken Block? It is. Folks, join us on the line right now is our friend Watchdog, Ken Bach. Ken, um, this is obviously a uh, developing story, but I want to just get your, the Hummel report in the journal that just dropped is, um, well, even Kathy Gregg said, boy, chilling when you think about it, that yesterday was a big day, fast developments between the mayor of Warwick, Picosi, with the League of Cities and Towns, with Speaker Sakachi saying he's considering altering the legislation and then out of out of basically nowhere last night, um, let's let's face it, his his office was torched. That's it, no one can recall the last time a law firm was on fire. No one. That's the first time in the city of Warwick that a law firm's ever been on fire, and it hits on the same day that uh, word is starting to leak that the new speaker is considering legislation that would eliminate this part of the bill that triggers the overtime. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the I can't I can't comment on uh, on the fire and how it relates to this story or not. That would be really reckless of me to do so. You you agree? Uh, it, you agree? It's unusual. Uh, it is unusual, and the timing is suspect. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm going to withhold judgment okay. and really, really hope that the two events are not linked together. Right, but you would agree. And the, but so far, if we're dealing in facts, you would agree it's unusual that a law firm is on fire. That's normally not the type of structure where there's a fire. It's usually a, a kitchen structure of some kind or maybe a warehouse or something like that. Normally a home. Um, so that's unusual. You were a, a tenant in the city of Warwick. Ken, I'm willing to bet the entire time you were there that there was no law firm that was ever on fire. And what are the odds with all the law firms that the law firm of the new speaker who's considering legislation happened to catch on fire last night. Just we're not pointing any fingers, but you would agree all of those things are very unusual. Look, uh, in 2018 or 19, after I landed the Warwick Fire Department on the front page of the newspaper, uh, because we had uncovered 
uh, a scheme and a scam where they were uh, taking more money contractually than they were able to for sick time. Uh, my office was inspected by the Warwick Fire Department the very next day after the 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 uh, they ended up on the front page of the paper. And what they got out of that was ending up on the front page of the paper the next day too. Um, so intimidation is not beyond the Warwick Fire Department in particular. I've been I've been a victim of it. Uh, all that the same though, you know, I can't draw any conclusions here, and hopefully there's a legitimate investigation into what happened and uh we'll see where the facts go ken what can you tell us though about uh because it's a little at first blush complicated but it's amazing that this legislation got through and that basically was that there were about a half million dollars of hours overtime hours uh that were paid where the regular weekly hours that you have to work in most cases, you know, most in, in most jobs, you can't make overtime hours until you've worked your regular 40 hours, right? I mean, that's just the way it goes. Well, not so in Warwick. We had Warwick firefighters who were working no regular hours. They took all their shifts off sick or uh, vacation or bereavement or personal days or you name it. And they were getting credit for hours worked by taking those days off. And as a result of doing that, they were then able to make overtime. And so we calculated that the cost of that unnecessary overtime came out to half a million dollars in the last year in war. And at the time that story broke a week ago, we didn't know what the firefighters knew and what some of the lawyers do. Which was that the, the state the, the state general assembly passed a law in 2019 that made that practice legal, not just in Warwick, but across the entire state. Now, think about that for a minute. Uh, Representative John Edwards of Tiverton was the prime sponsor of this bill, and the net effect of this bill is to allow firefighters to collect overtime work without working their regular time. And nobody can put their head around that, right? That That's just, that's unbelievable that we would have that. It's worse that so many representatives uh, voted to approve that bill, right? I mean, uh, there, were, there was, uh, I'm trying to find it now. Yeah, it passed 62 to 9. So what is the Rhode Island legislature thinking? And when it comes to their fear of labor and their willingness to, to, to give the store away to labor, to appease labor, what are the what are the reasonable limits that we should be accepted, that we should be expected to, to uh, accept? And in this circumstance, they're way outside of any reasonable treatment of overtime. And now, you know, I have to tell you that in 2018, I did the same evaluation for the East Greenwich Fire Department, and we found huge overtime abuse there. That was the first time we had seen this, where firefighters were not working their regular hours, they were taking them off, calling in sick, doing all manner of things, and then working huge amounts of overtime 
in between the days off that they took. Um, it was after that that this law popped up out of nowhere. Well, again, folks, we're speaking with Ken Block. Um, Ken, what is your reaction that Speaker Sakachi said he would consider amending this uh, law? Uh, they haven't scheduled a hearing yet, but would certainly consider it based on the fact he was told it would not cost his city any extra money. That, well, that is in the Providence Journal, and instead, it's obviously cost his city at least half a million dollars. Well, it costs more than that. There are two pieces to that law. The other insidious piece to this law was it made it impossible for Rhode Island fire departments to schedule 56-hour uh, work weeks, which the vast majority of fire departments in the country work. Um, so the impact, the financial impact was uh, multi-pronged, uh, not just in Ward, but across the state. You know, allowing this overtime abuse, I mean, it's got to be worth, it could be worth up, upwards of $10 million across all the fire departments in Rhode Island. Wow. Right? Um, I don't think that's a stretch. And, uh, you know, in terms of blocking the ability of management, cities and towns and uh, fire districts, etc., to organize Rhode Island fire departments the way the rest of the country organizes fire departments carries a gigantic cost to it. About a third of the staffing cost, actually, is about what it comes up, about 25% of the staffing cost. If we could go to three platoon shifts, uh, shift schedules, we could drop down the uh, amount of overtime and the cost of delivering fire services dramatically. Hmm. So I don't know where Speaker Shikarchi got that information from. If he got it from a firefighter, that would explain it. You know, <laughs> this won't have any impact, don't worry. But, you know, where was, where, John? There's a state law. I think there's a state law that says you have to have a fiscal note right. attached to legislation. Where's the fiscal note to this legislation that documents what the impact would be? Hmm. Right? But even more importantly, how does any legislator vote yes for a ridiculous scheme where you're allowing employee, governmental employees to log overtime hours without working their regular hours? Who thought that was a good idea? Right. Right. Well, People should be very, very upset about this. Hmm. Um. Now, what do you, what what starts to what starts to now happen here, Ken? Where you know they haven't scheduled a hearing, but I've seen this show before. Uh, people are in for for a treat. If they schedule a hearing on this in the form of you're just going to have a huge number of people up at the Rhode Island State House, but the problem is they can't go inside. They need vets right. right now, as I think of it. Yep. So, um, hmm. Well, if legislation is pending that would strike the sentence, and it hasn't been scheduled for a hearing yet, and they can't go inside because no one's allowed inside. Um, unless I'm missing something, you know, normally, and you have experience with this, if the speaker schedules something, it's, it's unusual if the majority are going to go against him on it. Well, that, that's correct. But look, it's not just about striking a sentence. Uh, I'm going to read you what my proposed two sentences would be. I would put in a new bill that says this. 
no municipal or state employee may count any form of paid leave towards time worked for the purposes of calculating overtime eligibility. This law is intended to supersede all previous laws and override any negotiated contract terms to the contrary. It's not enough to strike that sentence. You have to obliterate this practice across Rhode Island government. Right. Hmm. Well, right now, um, Sakachi, what, what makes this unusual, and again, folks, so I speak with Ken Block, is this falls right in his own city of Warwick, which, you know, according to Patricia Morgan, is the poster child for this type of thing, Ken. Uh, they're, they're, among, they're among the bad ones. Yeah. Uh, you know, look, there's fire departments we really haven't ever evaluated in terms of how they work. We haven't really done a deep dive in Cran- actually, you know, Cranston, East, uh, East Providence, Pawtucket, right? I mean, there's large fire departments. Who knows what's going on over there? And, you know, but I've seen, we looked at a small department in East Greenwich and we found unbelievable things happening. You know, the problem is there, there's, <laughs> it takes a lot of effort to do this. And there's way more of that than there's time to really, you know, spend looking at it. Yeah. But it, it wouldn't surprise me if we looked at these other departments and we found their own festering schemes in there. Right. Hmm. Well, and Ken, what was your thought? And again, folks, I so with Ken Block, but I think um, one of the more interesting elements that came out of Mayor Lords got someone to pay for a uh, first responder study of police and fire. And as much as, you know, the police and abolish the police and defund the police was getting all the attention. Well, what came out of the, the Providence study was only 5% of the calls in Providence are, are actually for fires. They, yeah. You know, they, they have the equipment and they have the trucks, but if, if anyone monitors the scanner or you really hear the calls, it's it's all shortness of breath. Someone fell downstairs. Someone overdosed. Um, you know, granted, there are sometimes a stabbing or things like that. But Which you're going to see a story in the Warwick Beacon tomorrow that we, we took a look at the call logs in Warwick. And what we discovered in there was really shocking and awful. Uh, on average, it takes the rescue in Warwick more than nine minutes to arrive on scene. Wow. How is right? that that's possible? A, now, that's shocking because the national standard for non-rural areas is six minutes. And for the rural United States, it's eight minutes. Yeah. In Warwick, it's overnight. And what's worse, if you just look between midnight and 6 a.m., it's actually closer to 10 minutes. It's slower uh, in the in the dead of night. Yep. So, you know, the, the place you don't want to take a heart attack in Rhode Island is, is Warwick. Wow, that's right? unbelievable. Look, look at the money they're spending for that service. And, and look, what, look, at what, look, at, look at what you're getting right now. So... Now, I don't know what causes that, right? But uh, the, the, the mayor's office and the fire chief and, and, frankly, anyone involved in public safety needs to be looking at what's happening there because they're failing to provide the service that they're paying for. Yeah. Hmm. And on top of that, again, folks, we're going to let him go. Uh, he's so knowledgeable and terrific. And, um, and Ken, this, this thing gets more interesting now. I also want to be very clear. I, I just think what 
makes this more interesting with Sakachi's office on fire is the more we're learning about that that line of legislation is being concerned that would eliminate what was Ken it sounds like and I hate to but it sounds like it was snuck in two years ago and I'm not making excuses for anybody it shouldn't have um, whether it's Vin Regoster or any of the reps but someone that would you say it's fair to say someone that it didn't sneak by was Representative Patricia Morgan uh, actually, I, was she even there then? I think she was in the in the midst of the campaign. She so, was. I meant this year. Okay. She this year, this legislative session, she put in legislation to take that out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I, I would I would personally do it differently because uh, it doesn't make sense to just remove. It. So, no, but if you just remove the sentence they added, it still doesn't make this practice illegal. Yeah. It, it, it pushes the problem down to cities and towns where we know that weak need, you know, local officials can still be pressured to do something that's very much in the, in the you know, insane. Yeah. So, you know, what I'm suggesting is we have to go way beyond that. The time is right for it. And what we should be doing is we should be banning the practice across all forms of Rhode Island government. Right. And right? one, one and last really question. The only way to go. Ken, one last question. You're a numbers guy. Um let's be honest, if they didn't have this line, then there's no way that that firefighter Warwick makes $315,000. His salary was $72,000, and then it was over $220,000 in overtime. If that is removed, they make some money in overtime, but you're not making $300,000 in overtime. Yeah, I I don't think that... So there was only a half a million dollars I could attribute to this practice and its cost above and beyond what should have been. Yep. So, you know, that's not the primary issue with why why Warwick has so much overtime. Okay. Um, you know, it's a contributing factor, but it, it's not the big one. Look, you know, the, the firefighter in question is being allowed to work more than 100 hours straight. Yeah. And, and the guy drives the rescue. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> right? Now, you know, look, there, there's, there's studies that show that, you know, once you're awake 24 hours straight, yeah, the reaction time is someone who blows a .08 alcohol. Yes. Right? Yeah. So, and this guy's, you know, well, now, obviously he's not awake no, you're, all you're, that time. They're allowed, not possible. Let's be, on, let's be honest. They're allowed to sleep if they're not out yeah. there, right? I mean, they, I'm not, we're not saying anything that's not true. They have beds at the firehouse. If they're not on a call, they're, they're allowed to sleep. So, yes. you know, and I get it. It's not maybe a full sleep like you're home in your own bed, but... But you're not talking about like a doctor pulling a long, long shift. They they're allowed to sleep maybe what a number of hours and so forth. So well, but look, if that if, if if that sleep slows the nighttime response, yes, you're right. Good point. You, you have a big issue, and I think Warwick has a big issue here. Yeah, folks. Again, he is a watchdog advocate, Ken Block. Ken, great job. We'll talk to you again, and uh, and again, just we'll see how this develops. All right, John. All right, folks, there it is. Ken Block right here on the John DePietro Show. Well, folks, right now it is 1.38, and it's uh, Wednesday afternoon, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, some of the defenders are already out on social media. I can see um, there's someone who uh, you're tweeting at me, you're insinuating a lot. To, hey, we're not insinuating anything, but... I mean, you've got to be kidding me with the way that this thing is mapping out. Uh, and I don't want to get 
buried in some of the details. Let's see, Kathy Gregg put who sponsored 2019 firefight overtime laws costing cities and towns under 1000 House Majority Leader Whip John Edwards and Senate President Dominic Ruggiero. But it sounds like at the time that he was then Majority Leader, Joe Sakachi, that he was told it would not cost his city of Warwick a lot of a lot of a lot of money. It wouldn't cost them anything. And instead, um, it's raising a lot of questions on exactly the timing of this of this whole thing. Um, for those that agree on this Wednesday afternoon, competition shooting supplies, firearm, ammunition, accessories. You can call him at 727-1716. He has great supply. You can look for them on Facebook. He updates the inventory they have at competition shooting supplies, firearms, ammunition, accessories. Stop it and see our leader, John Francis, at competition shooting supplies. So someone uh, sent me something earlier, and I think this is interesting, and that is the definition of domestic terrorism under the Patriot Act includes crimes intended to influence government policy through intimidation. If, in fact, we find out that someone who was involved with legislation was the one that set fire to the law office of House Speaker Joe Sakachi. How, how is that not a form of domestic terrorism? I mean, it absolutely is. So I'm seeing some other things on uh, who actually wrote the 2019 Firefighter Overtime Bill. For the purposes of this section, hours worked shall include all paid leave. Ken Block says this bill cost the work taxpayers over 500000 in one year. The impact of the law is likely many millions, not hundreds. It could, could exceed $10 million per year. Wow. Whew. My goodness. So very, very uh, busy day with that. But this is, um, they're supposedly continuing the investigation. Now, folks, those on Facebook, we're going to follow this very, very closely. But I find this, you know, when some of the trolls are out, uh, you're insinuating strong, insinuating strong allegations. I mean, follow the, you know, connect the dots, as they say. Speaker Sakachi asked if he'd consider supporting a bill to eliminate use of vacation time. Trigger firefighter said he would. And then the next day or the next night, his law firm is torched. What is that all about? I mean, for crying out loud, you don't have to be Perry Mason to figure this out. Let me also just see um, the reporter from Channel 12 that said, don't jump to conclusions. The conclusions were the... The fire, state fire marshal saying the damage is so extensive, they may not be able to determine the cause of the fire. <laughs> really, less than 12 hours. It's got to be a record. Did you ever see the movie The Kingdom? Jamie Foxx? It's excellent. Go oversee to Saudi Arabia. They, um... They investigate. There was a shooting on. There was an American compound of workers over there, and then it led to a bombing. They got to the bottom of it. 
they got to the bottom of it. But we're led to believe that a fire at a law firm off of Route 2, they don't think they can solve that one. Nope. Not talking about a chemical warehouse. Not talking about a plant. Not talking about some kind of an explosion. Not talking about an airliner down. Nope. A law firm a Trader Joe's. You know what? They may never be able to solve that one. <laughs> I'm already seeing that they're saying that, well, it started inside because the brush and everything outside is not damaged. So somehow it started inside. It started in the back of the building. Um, they haven't ruled anything out yet. Except they said it's so extensive they may never be able to determine the cause. I, I, don't, I don't get that. So it started inside. And then as the new speaker is apparently saying, oh, yeah, no, we're going to have to modify that. You can't have that. Somehow his law firm catches on fire. (laughs) He was at the state house, by the way, not at home. He was in session. I was told there was someone there uh, early last evening. And then the fire broke. Let me see what time the fire broke. I think I can determine that. Fire broke at, um, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's 148. It's, uh, I, I love these people that just, they, they tweet, they, excuse me, they like on Twitter certain, like, stupid comments. I don't understand that. What am I missing? What is the purpose of that? Let me see. I think I can tell it was, um... Let's see. What time was that? Uh, 10.30. 10.30? Yeah, 10.30 is when the fire started. In, in, uh, in the roof caved in. Fire marshal was going. So now, Speaker Sakachi had said, I don't, I don't want to speculate, but there's something up here, right? I mean, can we at least all agree on that without some of the apologists coming out? Let me see if I can determine exactly. Seven o'clock? Seven o'clock. Huh. Really? That's the light out. Now, how come then you were just posting at 1030? Started at seven? Hmm. It's earlier than I thought, Freddie. I'm not sure. What did Sam, Sam Reed just put out that they were investigating the outside and it was the outside seemed fine. Um, but I think I can find that. Again, folks, this, I, I, I recognize that some people are listening right now and thinking, I don't know, why is this such a big deal? When you have the most powerful person in the state and his law office is torched, it's kind of a big deal. Ongoing investigation, no word yet on cause. Still on scene. Law officer Joe Sakachi caught fire last night. State fire marshal said the fire likely likely started inside of the building. Trees, plants outside are fine. So who started a fire last night? Now, they had a busy day in Warwick yesterday because there were the poor people that flipped over and, and drowned. So what time was that tweet? Okay, Warwick Fire Department still. Oh, that was a three-alarm fire. A three-alarm fire. 
how is that possible? A three-alarm fire that somehow started in the back of the building. Hmm. All right, now he was saying then. I think it was a little bit later. Let's see. Chris Palmer put out, what time was that? He posted, you know, at 10.06, he put second alarm in Warwick. So I, I, I think it was closer to 10 o'clock. I think it was closer to 10 o'clock. I don't know that the first time he posted the second alarm was, let me just find that. He was tweeting about it. Um, he was tweeting on it. Okay, now it's 946 he was tweeting out it. All right, so something was going on. Obviously, Let's see if it was a little bit earlier than that. I I'm going to say it was dark out, and as a matter of fact, I would I would bet anything it was dark out. Um, last night, okay. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out exactly, folks. Again, good afternoon. It's one fifty-two. It's John DePietro on AM thirteen eighty and ninety-nine point nine FM. I will learn more this afternoon. We will learn more. This afternoon, or at least we're going to attempt to learn more this afternoon. Now, are you in the car right now? And maybe you're riding on Menden Road. Stop it and see Marie. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Call her at 305-3585. It's my health because it's your health. Stop it and see Marie diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant where they have vitamins, herbal remedies, local products. Here's the thing that I want you to know. About It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas, hemp and CBD products, natural skincare products. It's My Health. If you're riding right now on 1090 on Menden Road in Cumberland, pop in and see Marie, the old white church. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Now, I did receive an email from Lauren. Uh, Dear Juan, our dryer is not working properly. Uh, Who is the person you said that will fix appliances? That's Ryan Appliance Repair. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Give them a call, 401-710-7096. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. That's who you want. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Saturday appointments are available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days. Parts and labor. You can depend on Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. All right, let me check. I have someone else who's trying to determine what time the fire was. Uh, Let me see. Okay, now he posted at 1025. It says the building on fire is the speaker of the house. Now, let me see if he did one before that. Warwick. All right. Additional apparatus is down located route two. That was 1015. 1015. Uh, let's see. 
Warwick, major collapse, 1008. 1008. So 1008, closing Trader Joe's down. That's at 1002. We're getting closer. Uh, all right. He's got College Hill second alarm roof has collapsed. Heavy fire mislocation. That was at 943. That's the, the, the earliest one I see is 943 last night, Fred. 943 last night, unless I'm missing something. That's the, uh, yeah, 16 hours ago. So 12 hours ago would be 12. So that's, that's when it was. It was sometime after 930. I knew it would be dark. I knew it would be dark. Yeah. Still putting water on it. Still putting water on it. All right, folks, remember, again, Lauren, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Call them today, 401-710-7096. Repairs on all Nixon models of appliances. If your appliance is dying, you know what to do. Just call Ryan, 401-710-7096. Listen, I'm going to have more updates on the website, depetro.com. And don't forget, by the way, depetro.com which is brought to you by, the website is sponsored by Surplus Provisions, this incredible store located, look for them on Facebook, Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. They're about a mile and a half from Garden City, and they're right near CLCF. They have body armor, they have tactical gear, they have ammo, 9mm, 5.56, they have pepper spray, they have food storage. Stop in and see Tanya, great service. Very unique in Rhode Island. It's by the way, and it's women friendly. A lot of women shop there. Women should you should have pepper spray. Stop in and you can say I sent you. The people in there, I know all of them. They're great. Surplus provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, and look for them on Facebook. So this to me sounds like a story. Right now it's one fifty seven. Good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. I believe you're going to see a full-scale arson investigation regarding the situation in Warwick. And I also want to be very clear. I am not pointing fingers. I have no idea who's involved. None. But I think we can agree. It's highly unusual that a law firm goes up in flames. It's highly unusual that a law firm in Warwick goes up in flames. As a matter of fact, it's never happened. To make it even more unusual, of all the law firms in Rhode Island, all the lawyers in Rhode Island, what are there, a thousand lawyers in the state? And the the law firm that houses the Speaker of the House, Joe Sakachi. His law firm is the one that went up in flames. So what are the odds of a law firm going up in flames? I don't, I don't know. I'll try to find out. 500,000 to one? Million to one? What are the odds that a law firm in the city of Warwick would go up in flames? It would increase. Warwick's not one of the cities that has heavy, you know, commercial fire. It wasn't really a commercial building. Um, and now then, what are the odds that of all the law firms, all the lawyers, that would be the law firm of House Speaker Joe Sakachi? 
what are we talking? I mean, you're talking millions to one that it just happened to be an accident. This was not an accident, much like they said in draws. This is not a boating accident. I'm telling you right now, this was arson. I don't know who's involved. I don't know what the end game is. I'm not pointing fingers. I'm merely speculating. I am speculating. This is arson. Come on. This is Rhode Island. So no question. Now, I'm going to have more on this on the website, depetro.com. I'm going to be working this investigation. This is the most powerful person. This could end up in a charge of domestic terrorism, depending on who it is. In the meantime, I want you to enjoy this Wednesday. We're back tomorrow at 11. Stay tuned for the John Dion Show after the 2 o'clock news. And stay tuned. There ain't no cure for the summertime. 1380 WNRI. One soccer.